welcome to another episode of the specificist podcast that tries to be as specific as possible about things, about topics, and uh, hopefully in a way that makes sense. So, an episode from Life is Our Reality got me interested in doing this episode in the, in, in the first place. The episode title is... God dang it. Called A Thoughtful Question. Um, <clears throat> I might make some other... Uh, responses to the whole media thing because it's really interesting um, how the mind does and how the mind works and how that then can translate to society and then how all that can translate back into the mind and creates kind of a feedback loop but that's that's another episode in the future today we're talking about first impressions last impressions um and how I don't think this this kind of thing applies to just like relationships and the first contact with somebody but also like the first uh conversation uh or an episode or anything like whatever it is that you're doing a podcast uh first impressions are usually like instinctive within the mind it's like oh yeah this is me or whatever um and so I wanted to kind of go into this in such a deeper kind of way about like why is it that first impressions seem this way? Well, why isn't it? And how this can cause judgment and how this can cause you problems if you just focus on first impressions. Um, so a lot of people say that first Impressions are everything when it comes to a conversation um, or a first meet with somebody. And while I don't think this is completely true, I think there's some something to this that can be talked about. Um, because there is a an instinctive part of your brain, you could call it like the lizard brain, but I don't know if it's quite that deep, but... It's pretty instinctive, and it kind of goes with first impressions and first, if not first impressions, then first conclusions about things until you dare think harder about them, and then you go, and then you can convince yourself, and then you go, oh, well, that makes more sense, or whatever. So it's if it's not first impressions, it's first conclusions. Um, <clears throat> and last impressions, right? You can have a first impression about something. But then if you, if it ends in a different way, you might have a, a bit of a different impression. That first impression is still going to have a very deep imprint upon your mind. But that last impression might take away some of that imprint if you do it right. Um, and the first impression thing, I don't think just applies to meeting someone for the first time. I think it applies to many things in life. You know, relationships, or relationship, a conversation, a first, uh, uh, well, not even really a first conversation, but any conversation, like, you might have a, 
a conversation with somebody that you kind of know, but you don't know them well, and you're like, no, this is not for me, this this guy is wrong, or this guy is an idiot, or whatever. Especially if it has to do with your first conclusions about something, or whatever that is. Uh, and so the first impression creates kind of like an instinctual uh, response to things, where that it, it's not really about logic, so it's just about like emotion and instinct in that moment. Like you're wrong and you're dumb and this guy's vibe is wrong and whatever, right? Not saying that that's wrong. I'm not saying that that is the incorrect response. Who knows, right? But that's usually what ends up happening. That's usually what a first impression ultimately boils down to from what I've noticed myself. Um, and first conclusions as well, usually. Not always, but usually, typically, because... Uh, if you have ever read Thinking Fast and Slow, it kind of talks about s- similar things like where your first impressions are like really unconscious. Like they're way more unconscious than you may realize. Like your a lot of your first impressions are very instinctual, like um, within the brain. It's a very interesting book if you want to read it. It's very interesting, but it it does have its moments where you're like. Yeah, that makes sense. And then there's moments where it's like, yeah, well, you can kind of overcome that, but it takes a little work, I think, if you do it right. Which is why I prefer thinking slow over thinking fast, because thinking fast is is where you get into trouble. Because usually what what I've noticed with thinking fast is that, um, and I might go into more of this in another episode, but with thinking fast, what I've noticed is that Typically, thinking fast involves a lot of emotional responses. Maybe not like overly emotional, like, oh, no, this is so horrible. But like emotional responses, like this is wrong and this is annoying and this is, you know, things like that. And very like instinctive impressions. And one of the things that this uh, book, Thinking Fast and Slow, talks about is how these uh, first responses, I guess I'd call them, are often flawed, they're often oversimplified, and they're often causing, you know, they're often, like, missing very important information, and they can get you into trouble if you're, trouble if you're not careful and things like this. This is a very interesting book. Uh, but the prop, the interesting thing about all this is that, depending on what you do with your information, uh, the first impression, and depending on if you think deeper on it or not the first impression usually has a hold on you about somebody like oh this person is like annoying or this person's really awkward you know whatever it is you know um because the the first impression is so quick it often is like full of holes and flaws it's very generalized which which makes sense because like if you're trying to make a make an assumption really quickly it's going to be really fast and so you're going to not have you're going to miss a bunch of stuff no doubt and so the last part of this next part of this is last impressions next level or second thought impressions so I don't know if this is uh something that everybody else has noticed but one of the things i've noticed about first impressions is is if it is if it's not really about what the person is saying 
Um, it's usually what about about what how the person is saying it, what the person is doing when they're saying it. Like, um, it's hard to explain, right? But, but say you have start you you meet somebody, and because they're more perhaps more introverted, they may say some things, but really what the first impression is often more about from what I've noticed is more about like what the person, how the person is saying it. Like, nice to meet you. Like, you know, if the person is stuttering or the person is like, you know, shaking and nervous or whatever, it's usually what the first impression is. It's not usually about what the person is saying from what I've noticed. It doesn't always have to be that way. Like sometimes it is like the person says something so outrageous and you're like, whoa, dude, where'd that come from? But usually what I've noticed, it's more about like how they're saying it and how their body is um, situated and moving while they're saying what they're saying usually tells you more about that person in that first impression than the, what their person, what they're actually saying, which can be useful in some ways, but it also can cause a lot of judgments because you know people's moods and emotions change, and that first impression could be based on you know. A, a fleeting emotion that changed, you know, this kind of thing. But it can be useful to kind of gauge people in that way, but I wouldn't necessarily make a generalization about that person based on that. I'd just say, well, this looks like this person might be, um, might have had a certain nervousness about him when I was talking to him or whatever, you know, this kind of thing. So last impressions. And please, uh, somebody... If you uh, disagree, you can always let me know. You can uh, leave a voice message um, with Anchor. It's in the description, in the show notes. Or you can uh, you know, t- uh, tweet at me or leave me a DM at uh, the specifist, all one word. And uh, I'll try and explain more of it because it's kind of like hard to explain because there's a lot of more, there's a lot more like context the contextual thing that goes into a first impression usually I've noticed depends on who you're talking to and, and what you believe about like certain people's bodies and thing bodies uh, basically what you believe about like why a person is nervous and why a person is whatever it is like it, it there's a bunch of like variations there as well but anyways the last impression, the second thought, the second impression, I guess I would call it, not really the last impression because it doesn't always happen in the last moment of a conversation, but that can be when it happens as well. So, and I'll get into the problem with first impressions a little bit later, but it's not really about the problems. I just wanted to go, kind of go into this because it was really interesting and had some interesting insights and, uh, well, here we are, I guess. So, second impression. Or what you could call last impression. But, like I said, it doesn't always happen in the last part of the conversation. So, the second response could be as a conversation goes on. You know, maybe that person who seemed nervous at first, you know, is only nervous because that person is maybe a little self-conscious or whatever. And so they start speaking more and they stop being as nervous because they're not, because what I've noticed about self-consciousness, I made an episode about this, is that 
usually what I'm noticing with self-consciousness is that the reason why it happens is because you're thinking too much about what the other person might be thinking about you. And you're not thinking about what you're saying. You're not thinking about how you're saying it. And you're not thinking about how you're coming across. Well, or if you are, it's it's more in the senses of other people. Like, how are they, how are they perceiving me? Am I too nervous here? Am I, you know, this kind of thing. Not always, not, but typically that's what I've noticed. I could be wrong. Like I said, you can uh, message me on Twitter or whatever to tell me I'm wrong and why I'm wrong. I'd like to know if your opinions on this one because this is uh, just kind of going, ironically, based on first impressions of first impressions and a little bit of thinking about it as well. But <laughs> that's typically what I've noticed about self-consciousness. So um, second or last impression. This person is now talking more. Maybe he's making a deeper conversation and you're like, wow, this guy is, is nice. He's pretty cool. Maybe I thought he was a little too n nervous or shy at first. But no, he seems to just have been a little self-conscious at first for whatever reason. Maybe I just was a little bit too intrusive or whatever. You know, whatever it is, right? That usually involves a bit of slower thinking, I've noticed. You're, you're kind of logically moving through why this person... Or, you know... Maybe not necessarily consciously, but you're moving through more, or giving more thought to the situation in a logical, or sometimes illogical way as well. Um, and so your your second impression is perhaps more accurate and less judgmental. So. This doesn't just apply to people. It doesn't just apply to like a first meet with somebody. It it can apply to anything. Like a song. A show you're watching. Um, something somebody says on Twitter. Like it could be literally anything. Like first impression is there. Going to be there. And you're going to be like no this person is wrong. Or yes this person is on point or whatever. You know, that's the point of uh, first impressions. Is they're usually more like emotional. Um, there's no, there's usually no, like, I don't know about this person, like, there's, there's, there's usually no, like, I'm not sure if this person is good or bad, it's usually, like, this person is good or bad, uh, or this thought that this person said was good or bad, and then the second kind of thought or slower thinking comes along, and you're like, well, maybe this person was, um, unaware of how it sounded, or maybe he wasn't trying to communicate in that way maybe he wasn't trying to say what I thought he was trying to say you know whatever it is but first impressions are usually more black and white typically not black and white as in race but like black and white as in like it's this way or it's that way it's usually no there, there's no usually no, no in between it's like oh it might be this way it might be that way no it's it's very much like no he said this and that's wrong and that's bad and that's usually what we're seeing on the internet right now that's one of the reasons why I don't really take Twitter all that seriously. I mean, one of the biggest mistakes people do is take what people say on social media seriously. It's, it's one of the problems we have. Because it's based on first impressions. It's based on this kind of black and white fallacy. Well, not really fallacy. It can be that too. But it's more based on like black and white thinking. Like, oh, this person's either good or bad. This thought, thought is either good or bad. 
whatever it is. I'm not saying that they thought it is bad, good or bad or the opposite of what you think it is. It's usually more nuanced than that, right? And somebody that I'm really close with actually made a good point about nuance and how nuance is actually a, uh, like if you do it right, it, it helps you to develop more new empathy of, of people as well. Because you're you're now getting rid of that first impression. That first impression is kind of like a judgment. So you're getting rid of that and you're going, oh, that first impression was probably not the best response to that situation. Um, and so you, you decide to go with your second impression. You try to make a second impression. Maybe you look at the tweet again. Maybe you reply to the tweet. Maybe you try and f- ask the, per- the you try and ask the person was this meant in this way? And you can reply back and forth and whatnot, or the person can ignore you or whatever. Um, so per- first impressions often are more judgmental. And honestly, I, uh, I think one of the reasons why st- first stereotypes exist is probably because of first impressions. In the first place. I'm not saying that stereotypes are wrong. I mean they, they definitely can be. I'm not saying that they're right either. But there are there are reasons why I think stereotypes exist. And it usually has to do with. Either first impressions. Or first conclusions. What I mean with this is like. You might see somebody. Um, of a certain race for instance. I'm not saying that I believe this about people. Of certain races. But some people might. Right. So you might see this person of a certain race and go, oh, this person committed a crime. This person is going to commit a crime, whatever it is, right? Not going to say what the race is. I don't really want to point fingers or want to start drama. That's not really the point of this episode. This point is, the episode is trying to point out the problem with first impressions. So, actually, this is one of the reasons why I like Daryl Davis so much. Because what he did, and we'll get into more of that in a minute, but... Um, and this is why first impressions are so amazingly stupid in a lot of ways. Not like all first impressions, but definitely like your first conclusion or impression of something is flawed in like a lot of ways. It's often something I've noticed. But so you you think of that about this person, right? And so let's say you, you actually meet this person one day. But because you still have this first impression, you might still see this person as person who just commits crime and does all the things that this supposed race does according to to this person and so you you meet this person but then you start realizing wait a minute this person's well educated he actually seems to know a lot of things he speaks well he's very eloquent for his uh, you know for his purported races in an eloquence according to you according to your ideas and perhaps according to certain stereotypes and certain things that that race might say for instance and so because of that you change your stereotype you change that first impression and this is one of the things that Daryl Davis was doing in the I think it was the 80s basically what he was doing was kind of going up to KKK members and and explain uh, you know just kind of talking to them randomly like not really like no you shouldn't be a KK member KKK member I don't know why I keep saying KK but <laughs> KKK member, no, what he did was he would just kind of go up to them randomly and like just talk to them. And at first, they'd still have that first conclusion, that first impression. And 
over time, a lot of those members left the KKK because they realized that impression was wrong. And they, and that's the, that's the amazing power of second impressions. Second impressions can be more powerful than first impressions if you know how to do it right. It takes a little bit of time. It takes a lot of patience to do, um, which is a 12 and a half thing. It was interesting. I was read, I was watch. I was listening to this, uh, the episode from uh, Life is Art this morning, uh, uh, reality this uh, earlier, about 12 and a half, and one of the uh, things was uh, patience. And it made me think of this too, is because it was like, you have to be patient and, and look at this person clearly, and you go, oh, wait, this person impression was wrong in this way, in this way, in this way, right? Because usually, because it, if it's not about the person, it might be per- about the uh, group of people, the race of people, whatever it is. Like, you might have a, a, a first impression or first conclusion about um, gamers, for, for instance, trying to make it a less controversial example. You know, maybe you think that gamers are lazy or that they're um, always gaming all day. They're, they're not doing nothing productive or whatever, right? So let's say you meet, meet a gamer... And you, and because you still have that conclusion, you're going to have that in your mind. But eventually, you're going to go. You might realize, wait a second, this person does not seem to fit this stereotype or whatever. So there, that first impression is now gone. Um. Speak join. recording duration twenty one So. I guess to kind of end this, because it is kind of getting longer here, and I don't want it to be too long, like the last episode was. Um, what I want to do is kind of give you some ways of countering your first impressions, right? Uh, first thing, I guess, is to keep persisting. Maybe you're wrong about this person, this first impression, this first conclusion about this person, this group, this whatever it is, right? So you ask more people random questions or and you talk to them more and whatever and you learn more and and then you after doing that for a while you go was his first impression right or wrong oftentimes you'll find that the first impression is is uh if not completely wrong it was uh missing a lot of information that could explain why that first impression seemed the way that it did because seeming is not being, meaning that like something may seem to be something, but it doesn't mean that thing is actually what you think it is, what what it seems to be. So, anyways, I hope this helps you with your first impressions of me or anybody or anything, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.